back to Bigger Than the Score with Peter Ferguson on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back to 93.7 The Ticket. This is Bigger Than The Score. This is Peter, Peter Ferguson with Peter Ferguson BHS LLC. Joined on the ones and twos with Harrison. Um, beautiful Sunday morning on October 1st. Like I said, um, I wanted to say, I wanted to open up with Tony, Tony, Tony. It's our anniversary since we're a year. Don't, Harrison, don't let anybody ever tell you you're afraid of commitment. We've been here for the whole year, so that's fine. It's, it's, it's been a heck of a relationship, so <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll we'll keep rolling. But no, we've had a had a heck of an opening so far, and we have had Ellie, who is a senior over at Lincoln East High School, a University of Nebraska Omaha commit, uh, multi involved. But we focused a little bit on her experience and adventure in golf, and then we um, introduced Seth, who is the manager. Or hang on, I was I want to make sure I get exactly your role as the managing director of the Nebraska section of the PGA and PGA reach. Nailed it. I mean, do we, we want to add anything else onto that? Or what? How does that all fit on the business card? Or do you just do an animation? I just tell people I'm in golf. Okay, okay. <laughs> and then we got Scholar Zed. Uh, Zara Zed over there is just cool as the other side of the pillow, just kind of yeah. nodding his head, bouncing up and down like there's the beat going on. Um, but Ellie, kind of maybe to start on that conversation, um, just a little bit, like how did you get into golf? Um, I know you talked about your dad is um, the director of the Nebraska section of the PGA, but like, was that just, there was no decision. It was like, no, you're going to golf or, you know, what elements just attracted you to it? And then kind of why did you stick with it? Yeah. So I've kind of always played it. Cause I mean, my dad and mom both played in high school and college. Okay. So yeah, I've always played it until COVID. I was actually going to go into cross country my ninth grade year wow. until then. Well, that happened. I didn't really have any motivation to run anymore. <laughs> so, I mean, the golf courses were open. So I was like, shoot, like my brother's really into this golf stuff, you know, like he loves to play and he's going to the golf course every day and I'm just not doing anything. So might as well go golfing. So okay. That's really how I got into it. And then I just fell in love with it ever since then. You know, it's really just helped me and given me so many opportunities. Awesome. Awesome. So Seth, when you hear something like that, first off, just tell us a little bit about who you are. Have you always lived in Lincoln? Um, you know, um, how did you roll into the role that you have now? And then kind of, um, how did golf touch you? Yeah. And, and first of all, Pete and Harrison, thanks for having us on today. And, uh, this, this show is truly great. I'm just fun to listen to and watch follow all week. And, and, uh, but yeah, my, my golf journey. So I grew up in small town, Ponca, Nebraska. Give a shout out. Okay. Hardington over here. I you played you guys enough. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Cedar Catholic. Yep. Cedar like, Catholic. Oh man. Oh, Harrison. We're going to have to talk after. Yeah. I might, I might need two hours on this one. Go ahead. All right. All right. Uh, but no, grew up in Ponca, Nebraska. Got a great little nine hole golf course up there called Highland Oaks. Grew up okay. on that. A buddy and I, um, you know, it started off just we kind of went out looking for golf balls. Mom dropped us off just to kill, you know, the day and and uh, looked for golf balls, sold golf balls. I'm like, hey, you know, we should try this game someday. So I uh, played golf growing up and uh, came to the University of Nebraska here. I was actually going to go into education. Okay. I uh, went through that for one year and spring came rolled around, got the golf itch a little bit and found out about this program called the PGA Golf Management mm. uh, here at the university. I'm like, wow, that's that sounds awesome. So I went and got a tour and uh, became a PGA professional in 2014 and been working with David Hannans, the Nebraska PGA, since 2017. And uh, yeah, sorry for the whole 
you know, managing director, but <laughs> no, no, I, I, like I said, I, I, I think that's cool in a lot of ways. And so, yeah. you know, um, your role, what does your role entail? Um, both those, that manager director and then the yeah. PGA reach. Yeah. So we're unique. So we, you know, Nebraska PGA, you know, represent PGA professionals all across Nebraska, okay. a little bit of Iowa, South Dakota. Um, but specifically what I do is I, I manage our foundation called PGA reach Nebraska, okay. which is fairly new. Um, it's been around for 10 years now, but uh, we've really been kicking up the programs here in the last few years. And so uh, I kind of oversee our foundation. You know, our mission is to positively impact people's lives through the game of golf. Um, and we've got some great programs that help do that. Awesome. And I want to get back in a little bit more about that. But we've got uh, Scholar Zed over here. And, and Scholar Zed has kind of gotten bit by the golf bug a little bit. But Zed, before we get into you and your connection to golf, tell us a little bit about who you are. Have you always lived here in Lincoln? And then also tell us a little bit of who's in your family. Yeah, I lived in, I was born in Omaha, and then I moved to Lincoln when I was five, so yeah, and then stayed here for the rest of my life, and then uh, I have my mom, Pam, my dad, Seth, and uh, my little sister, Layla, and my little brother, Judah. Awesome. And they're all here in the studio. So I told them like between sessions before our third segment, they're going to have to get out front. We'll see if we can get them on camera and you get your little, you know, yep. the support crew and everything else like that. <laughs> yep. So where do you go? Where do you go to school, Zed? I go to Leffler okay. Middle School. Okay. And what grade are you in? I'm in sixth grade. All right. What's the best part about Leffler Middle School right now? Uh, Just the community and I just like all my friends and the teachers are really nice there. Awesome. And so I'm going to put you on the spot. What's a teacher? Who's a teacher you want to give a shout out to? Uh, Miss Kenny, okay. my humanities teacher, uh, she's just been really kind to us and eat, let us eat in uh, class. So yeah. Oh oh oh, eating in class. What are you What are you eating in class? We might uh, Harrison and I might be showing up on Monday. <laughs> just eating a few snacks. Me, oh. friend, handing out snacks basically. Oh. Yeah. Okay, if it gets a buffet or something like that, you need to let us know. They do like Heavenly Waffles or Mary Ellen's, then we, we need to know what time that humanities <laughs> class is. We'll be a guest speaker. Well, I want to go back to, to Seth before we kind of um, that, that connect with golf. Um, Seth, so you talked about like outreach um, to, you know, just the greater community and growing the game of um, golf. You know, there's kind of a maybe a stereotype of who plays golf right, right yep. now. Um, and so maybe talk a little bit about what that is and then how is the Nebraska section really working hard? Because I've, I've, I've seen you all to kind of increase awareness, access, and advocacy for individuals to, to be touched by the game. Yeah, yeah, I mean – uh, the game of golf has been around for many, many years, obviously. Um, and then COVID hit, and we saw a huge spike in golf, which is great. I think it kind of got people out of the house, like yeah. Ellie said here, yeah. and and uh, really got to enjoy what the game was and learn about the game. But um, a little bit about what we do to kind of break down barriers. Um, you know, our foundation, PJ Reach Nebraska, and working alongside our PJ professionals, we're working hard every day to get more people to play the game of golf. And... Um, several different, you know, opportunities we have, uh, but I'll mention one here that, you know, in 2018, you know, cause I'm sitting next to Ellie Hannans here, but, um, uh, was really to, how do we get more girls to play the game of golf, mm -hmm. you know, as everybody, but you know, how do we get more girls, females playing the game of golf? Mm -hmm. You know, we did a survey with uh, all the Nebraska high schools and just trying to identify what barriers are out there. You know, why aren't more girls playing golf? And, we got the results back, and we had great feedback uh, from all the ADs and, and high school coaches across Nebraska. And, 
And one of the barriers were clubs. And so we, we identified that clubs are a barrier. So we started a, a program called Clubs for Youth. Uh, I know Lincoln Northwest and Lincoln Northeast yeah. Yeah. were recipients of that this year. And uh, essentially we come in and we equip the high school girls golf team with brand new Callaway golf clubs, push carts, kind of everything they need to be successful um, and have the resources they, can, they need to compete. So Awesome. And, and yeah, and I've seen firsthand kind of just your, not only just the outreach, but the commitment um, to, to ensuring that that game grows. Then I want to go to you a little bit of just like, what has been your connection and your exposure to, to golf? I know you had a unique experience, I believe, this summer, but what did you know um, prior um, to that experience about golf? And then what was that experience you had this summer? Uh, so, yeah, I was the person who got the highest uh, driver, uh, oh, okay. the furthest driver. So, yeah, uh, I really liked that, and I got noticed for that. And just, yeah, all my friends being there and meeting new people even uh, for a new school. So, yeah, awesome. I liked it. So what did you know about golf before you even um, had the experience? And we'll expand on what that experience was. But what did you know about golf um, before you went to Double Eagle and did this summer experience? Well, I didn't really know a lot about golf. Just uh, I didn't even know what clubs to use uh, and stuff. But like once I came to Double Eagle, uh, they taught me how to uh, use the clubs and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, awesome. And Ellie, um, Seth talked about a little bit about just getting uh, more females engaged in the game and, and being aware of the game. You're in a family and a household of, of individuals who played it. And so what was your perception of golf um, as a as a young female? Um, just, you know, did you see it as something that was for you, an opportunity for you? Did you think it was kind of something that was like, ah, that's just, you know, I, I want to play basketball. I want to do cross country. Like what, what was your, you know, just what was your perception of it? Uh, when I was younger, I kind of just did it for fun. I was like, I didn't feel like there was anyone like forcing me to play or anything mm -hmm. stopping me from playing because I was just so blessed with the opportunity to have the resources that I need to learn and grow and play the game. But yeah, I just, I kind of fell in love with it once okay. I, in a way, was kind of forced to play it <laughs> by so, COVID. I was just like, I didn't have anything to do, so might as well just do this. And once I really like got the golf bug, I was just like, well, I'm all in now. Wow. So, yeah. So, Seth, what what are you seeing as some of the barriers? Uh, you know, I think we talked about perceptions, but what are you seeing as also some of the barriers um, or biases um, about the about the game that the PGA is trying to break down? Yeah, I mean, I I think accessibility, um, the resources, having the equipment. I mean, let's be face it, golf's not not a cheap sport to play. Um, you know, you got to have all the clubs and equipment. You got to be able to have the access and um, you know, not, not just us, but our partners in the community as well are really trying to, you know, break down those barriers, right? Like here in Lincoln, uh, we got a little golf course called Jim Anger. Oh yeah. I mean, this place is, in my opinion, it's got the best greens in town. I mean, mm. it's, it's fantastic. Um, but they do a fantastic job of a welcoming environment. They get kids down there, adults, beginners, advanced players, doesn't matter. Right. Um, and so just kind of creating that welcoming environment to people, and let not anybody can play it, right? And you know, it's it's it's. I think it's what twelve bucks to play yeah. or less than that. Mm -hmm. If you're a kid, they they got these youth on course cards you can play mm -hmm. for five dollars yeah. or less. I mean, it's it's pretty accessible. We got some clubs down there now for anybody to use for free for kids. So it's 
um, just working with the community and our PGA professionals of, you know, identifying those barriers and then, you know, sticking to our word of, you know, how can we get more people playing the game of golf? Awesome. So Zed, what's the, the best part um, so far in your young golf career? What's been the best part of golf for you? Uh, just, uh, just the opportunities I get. And like right now I get to be on the radio. So okay. that's really nice. <laughs> there you go, so, Harrison. We scored. There you yep. go. <laughs> and just, it's, I think it's a lot of fun. I like it. Yeah. Awesome. So when you're, you know, when you, when you're playing, or I'm going to ask you this, what piece of advice do you have to, if you're speaking to any golfer out there, you're in a room, professionals, hacks, beginners what's a piece of golf advice that you would give them uh just that to keep uh going and just keep throwing that uh club and yeah I like that. I like that. I can get behind the throw on the club. I've done <laughs> I'm that. Pretty good at that. I've, I've part. done that before. I've done. I've done that. Ellie, what about you? What's a What's a piece of advice that you would give to anybody, maybe just beginning, like um, thinking about exploring and getting into into the game? Oh yeah, I'd say like chip and putt as much as you can. I mean, mm. if you have the clubs and you got like three golf balls, I mean, it doesn't cost anything to go to a course besides driving there or something. But it doesn't cost anything to go to a course and just chip and putt and, you know, have fun with your friends and stuff like that. Awesome. Seth, I know we're getting ready to go to break, but talk a little bit. She talked about, like, it doesn't cost anything for you to go and chip and putt. And I don't think a lot of people know that. I think sometimes you think, like, when you drive by that course, it's this barrier. And once you walk on, your money's going to come out via Venmo or whatever <laughs> else. Like, what is free, like, that people can do uh, on these public courses? Yeah, yeah. And so... First thing is, is it a public or private golf course? Right. We have set, we have a lot of great public golf courses mm -hmm. here in Lincoln and surrounding area. But as far as free show up, I'd say almost all of them have a practice putting green or a driving range or practice facility. And it costs zero dollars to uh, have a ball and a putter or a wedge and chip and putt around the, around their practice green. So. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, when we get back, we're going to get a little bit more insight on opportunities, um, access, and, and how to make you aware a little bit more of opportunities around the game of golf, but also with our guests. Um, you're listening to 93.7 The Ticket, Bigger Than The Score. We'll be right back.